That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode of Cheaty's Podcast. Uh, we've had a, a week. A week. Another another uh, week, Catherine. Yeah, bit, huge week for us, um, but stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll recap all of that in the catch-up episode later this week. Um, we're not going to take much time up top because we it, it's this is a big interview. A lot happens. Um, yeah, it's, big it's a story. Is, big is an understatement. Catherine, yeah. this was a 20-year affair. 20-year affair. Um, many lovers are involved S- here. So many triangles, mm-hmm. biangles, and yeah, rectangles. Uh, since talked about this episode while I was in New York t- on other podcasts. <laughs> oh, have so, you? Yeah. <laughs> this already- is, yeah, this is a great one. Um, I get a little revved up in it in the beginning. Can't help myself. Um, uh, but before we get into that, as always, uh, Chidi's is sponsored by our good friends, Good Wipes. That's right. They're uh, You know what? I, I'm going to pitch to them that we should change their name to Great Wipes. There you go. That's good. Thank you. That's smart. Thank you. They're pretty uh, great. Yeah. Look, it's summertime. You're going to be out camping. You might be out doing uh, 4th of July activities coming up. Grab you some good wipes at Target before you go out. They're flushable wipes. They're plant-based. Um, they're, you know, they've got natural ingredients. There's there's aloe and vitamin E for when you get a little sunburned on the beach. You can't go wrong with good wipes. Uh, really can't. And the packages are funny. So you have something to read while you're sitting there. All of the scents are nice and airy. And even if you're not using them for your below parts, like you said, you can use them for sweating, for anything. And they'll just add a nice little scent to you. If you're out and about with friends drinking on a patio and you reach into your bag and you grab a little good wipe and now you smell like rose water. Mm. This sounds lovely, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Rose water. Mm. Mm. That's that's what I want my undercarriage to smell like. All right. <laughs> so um without further ado, we're gonna get into our episode now. Um I think that they decided to remain a, a tad bit anonymous. Yes. Uh, she used her name and the guy's name. Apparently everyone in their life and all of their circles, you'll know from the episode, all know about this story. So, uh, but we are not going to, let's just not use her last name. That's, sure. I think that's fine. Let's just use her first name. Uh, y'all are going to love it. Um, it is, man, if you've been waiting on a really good cheating story, this is it. You got mm-hmm. it in this episode. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, our interview today is with the lovely and funny and complicated. Corey. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? 
the snow so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, Stabbies, we've got Corey in the house. Corey, how are you doing today? I'm good today. I'm good today. Ready for the weekend. I like the long pause. I feel like there's that's a very heavy pause. I feel like there's something behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what's on what's on your brain today? I've been at my job for almost twenty three years. Oh, and, you uh, got it. You got it. Yeah, I've had it, and I. Yep. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I can tell you're in the stage <laughs> of like people tell you to do stuff, and you you just look at them and you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they leave, and then you continue with your online shopping, and you're like, "I don't give a shit about this job. Fuck all of you. I hope I'll." And you're like, you and your boss. Your boss also knows you don't give a shit, but they're kind of scared of you, and they're just like, "Yeah, we just kind of let Corey show up and do whatever yeah. she wants, and we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't mess it. with her." Yeah, yeah. Please don't, please don't send that email. Cut her a check. Please do just not send that email to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've hired interns to do Corey's job because Corey doesn't do it anymore. We, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> there are things I love about my job and I do those first. Got it. And Got then it. I might, I might move on to the other stuff that I, I'm like, I don't, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. Um, there's someone who gets paid far less than I do to do this. Um, <laughs> but you know, I get it. I 23 to... years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's older than Catherine is. Oh God! Yeah, I hope to make it yeah. there one day. <laughs> um, but with all this rascaling around, yeah, all this rascaling around. Who knows? Okay, Corey. Um, do you by the do you go into work or do you work from home? Um, I go into work two days a week, and I work from home three days do, a week. Do you do a lot of Zoom calls? I yes, Zoom and Teams. Okay, can I just tell you um, why I why I know that you don't give a shit about your job anymore? Because your <laughs> Zoom background is the same as mine, which, which is, is absolute nothing. desolate gray. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing, nothingness is what's behind yeah. you. And yeah. I know you've been working from home then for at least two years now. And you're like, I don't give a shit to bring any anybody any joy behind me. Yeah. So, well, so here's the thing. When I'm on a work call, though, really, I'm just like in my dining room. My mom and my son live here and I have a cat. I don't care what happens around or behind me or what noise is happening around me. Um, But no, today to speak to you ladies actually came into a private space in my apartment and um, I have the door closed. And so I I don't need to be interrupted. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unlike okay. you, I uh, do have things going on around me. I've got still the angry senior dog. Um, oh, oh I gosh. Got, yes. Yeah. And then the puppy is uh, on the other side of the gate, just growling at nothing. I don't. Well, don't she wants know. attention. I thought you were taking Biscuit home. No, Biscuit's staying. There was a okay. quick, there was a quick couple days where I was in a panic and I was like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can no longer keep this demon in my home. <laughs> And, um, I yelled at her. I yelled at her a lot. Big Catherine Corey. really yelled at me real hard, and uh, yeah. as if I was like getting rid of an eight-year-old child or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, okay." But that wasn't it. It was really just her. All of a sudden, like, I, I guess she knew that I was gonna that I was considering giving her back to her family, and <laughs> she just started acting right. Suddenly, mm-hmm. suddenly, no more, no more inside accidents. No more attacking Cammy. Listening more. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, who are you? 
who are you ringing the doorbell to go outside doing her little doorbell thing? She I'm was like, doing that on Sunday last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does it, but she's been doing it consistently. And like, I'm like, who are she you? Knows. No. She, she knows. She knows. Somebody had a talk with her. Uh huh. I think Cammy was like, "Bitch, she'll get rid of you." Yes. Cammy's like, over "I've it. seen animals come and go." Yeah. Okay? Uh huh. I've seen squirrels. Yep. You're just I've another squirrel kids. here. You're just yeah, another you're just, large squirrel. You're a large squirrel. <laughs> she'll get. She'll. Yeah. You'll be in a rehabber in no time. You just wait. Yeah. Yep. She got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Let Let's talk about Corey. Let's talk about a time when um you maybe had to rehome someone. God, that's good. <laughs> God, I'm good. I like that. That was good transition. Uh, yeah, you. I've had good to job, rehome, everybody. I've had to rehome three. Good. Yeah. Yes, someone. I can't wait. Okay. Someone. Yes. <laughs> Somebody home three. Some, someone's maybe some dogs. Maybe. <laughs> um. No, none of them for cheating. Oh. Okay. Is none this of, part of the none story? Of them? None. Yeah. I've oh been married God. three times, and I'm. I was the cheater. Okay. Yeah. So let's get us right. set up, Catherine. Get us let's set up. Let's get in. Um, and um, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Corey, take us back. Take us back to this time. Um, take us back to maybe before um, uh, you were before, not you were before in, you were uh-huh. born, but close. Co- yeah. Close before my parents <laughs> met. <laughs> yeah. um, take us back to then. Uh, who was Corey then? Was she living by herself before she rehomed anybody? Um, where was she? What did she want? What was her job? Go and see. Yes. So I um, had been through one horrible divorce. Um, we we, we were start just, off already through one. Yes. We were just both okay. young and stupid. I was 19. Nobody should have let me get married at 19. That was dumb. There were where, no, where were you living? I was living in um, South side of Atlanta, Jonesboro, Georgia, going okay. through that divorce. And then when I finally lived by myself after that, um, no roommates, no boyfriends, no ex-husband. I was in Noonan, Georgia and the right. um, old cotton loss by the square. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I just, and, I always want to know if people get married young, it's always in the South. It is. It's very and much church. Southern we, yeah. yeah, we grew up in the same church together. We'd known each other most of our teenage lives. He was a few years older than me. So he went away to the military while I finished high school and proposed okay. on a leave. And I just had no business getting married that young. Yeah. Those always end up well, those exact same stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, we, we just, it was stupid. Um, but once I got out on my own, I was running with my group of college friends in the early 2000s. Um, I was in Noonan in my own place, no roommates. I just had a cat and a big loft and, um, I was pursuing my art. I was working part-time tending bar. And what was had- your art? What was your art? Oh, charcoal, watercolors, oils, all, all, and writing. I poetry and I've got a couple of manuscripts that really need to be sent to publishers. Well, no, they need to be edited and then sent to publishers. But yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, I would just like to point out that what I heard you say was, and I was tending bar, and I did not know that we you were taking us back to the eighteen hundreds. But I think <laughs> that bar uh, was hilarious, and now I just picture you in a bonnet and a beige gown. In a salute well, somewhere, tending with her t- bar. With her tits out and with her tits, tits out. out. Like, yeah. uh huh. With one Mama, of those. Uh, Mama, I'm going to go to the city yeah. and tend Horses. bar. 
No, that's what you call it. You tend bar. I'm good at money. That. What a bar tend, that's why they're called a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes. and but bar. but AD you have after to remember how AD, young she is, Lace. Oh, after that's right, death, that's right. That's right. That's right. called it bartending. But BC is <laughs> tending bar. Tending bar. Yeah. Okay. All right. so tending bar. Part-time money didn't okay. affect my tax bracket too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I was running with my um friends from college. One particular friend I had known since high school. She and I um met in our sophomore year of high school in college. We drifted some we had other friendships um she was a bridesmaid in my first wedding and she was like this is stupid and uh when I went through my divorce though she wasn't super um uh supportive because in her from where she grew up and where she came from and her family she's um half Chinese the women just did whatever it doesn't matter what your husband did to you or how the relationship went you stayed the beautiful wife Yes. And stay. And so when I went through my divorce, she was like, "Mm -hmm." so we, we grew apart in that period of time. Um, but she had dated a longtime friend of mine from high school. I'd known in church. And then when she broke up with him in college, she started dating a guy that was essentially the male version of me. Um, we didn't like each other. The first few times that we met, we bumped Mm -hmm. heads. We were both you didn't love alpha. yourself then. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Didn't love myself. <laughs> didn't love didn't myself. Like... Didn't love other versions of myself. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> didn't like him. Um, but we became fast friends. Um, he and I, he worked um, in a call center for Earthlink. And I... Um... That's a very that's a very good early 2000s job, by the way. Yeah, never yes. heard of it. Call, oh, call Center and for Earthlink. Me, I don't even think Earthlink yes. is a company anymore. It used to be a, um, an They're internet not. company. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. an internet company. They were on 17th yeah. Street and Peachtree in a yep. gorgeous building. Um, the downfall and how this started is we discovered that the have do you familiar with the HID HID cards or the uh-huh. key fobs that let you in and out of security doors? Mm-hmm. So like the little white uh, cards? Ian, yes. I heard about I've, heard, I've read about these in the history books. <laughs> I'm sorry, on the history his, webs. On the history, history webs. Web, sorry. History webs. Books. Yeah. Uh, but this is in the same chapter his, as DVDs. Sorry. His yeah, Blockbuster. His yes. name um was Jeremy, and we share a best friend named Jason. And they both worked at Earthlink. It's we always discovered Jason's always. It is. Always. Those are my Jay those are the my boyfriends back to back. I cheated Jay on a Jeremy with a Jason. Ah, uh, Jenna. Oh, stayed gosh. with the Jason for a year and a half when I was uh 21, 22. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeremy's See, Jason. That's what happens. Yes, yep, I yes. always. 2001 I was 22 oh, yeah. 23. Um so what we discovered was their hid cards that get them in and out of Earthlink and their parking garage all their entrances to their building also gave them access to my apartment complex in Noonan. Ew, what? To my parking, to my building. That's so weird. How, yes, how did you discover that? Did they just we use it once about it? I, joking? Well, I went to see them and hang out with them at work. And when I got down to the parking garage, Jeremy came down to let me in. He pulled his car down. I was like, oh, that looks just like my card for my apartment. But he let me in. I parked. We went upstairs. They have an awesome big break room with pool. They had an awesome big break room with pool tables, um, soda fountain machines. You could just couches, video games. You could just hang out. And um, I was waiting for them to get off work before we went to a show at Earthlink Live, which is now. What is this? Is this WeWork uh, now? The loft. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, it okay. was very similar. Um, yeah. But I was hanging out waiting for them to get off work and we had joked about his card and we went to this concert later that night. I left from our cars at Earthlink. I went home. I was already like settling in for the night and knock, knock, knock. And I go to answer my door and there stood Jeremy and Jason. And they were like, look, our cards work. And I was like, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's we wild. don't have work tomorrow. And they were like, we have bourbon, we have weed. Yeah. And so they you don't came say in. no to that. You don't right. say no to that. Even if it's burglars. It's rude. Even, yes. Even if rude. they broke in. It is rude. Right. No. So yeah, their security cards access my parking and my building. Right. And I feel like this in. is an important part of the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, that was that was how debauchery ensued oh, um, okay. from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was in uh, my apartment, and I had a like a twelve foot one of the huge movie banner posters they used to hang at the movie theaters. For the movie Ever After with Drew Barrymore on it, she's Drew one of my, Barrymore. Like, all I had time that. Crushes. I had that poster on the back of my my bedroom door in high school. Nice. Um, so I had it's it. It's a beautiful my, poster. It was gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my friend from high school who was now dating Jeremy, she had given it to me. She she worked oh. at a movie theater all, all through high school, and she had given me this Ever After banner. And she was like, why aren't you hanging it up? You have, like, 20-foot walls and ceilings. Like, you need to hang this banner up. And I was like, I am all of five foot two. How do you think I'm going to hang a 12-foot banner on my 20-foot ceilings in my apartment? So what does she do? She sends her boyfriend, Jeremy, with his ladder. And uh, he's and his like, all-access key. His all-access. All-access. All-access key. They didn't tell her. Neither Jason nor Jeremy brought it up to either one of their girlfriends that they could just come and hang out at my apartment or go to my pool or sit on my rooftop. Nothing. Um, I, I think that that probably stayed a secret for like six or seven months. Um, wow. But that night he came down to do that. And um, he was in a bad mood. Traffic was bad. He got to my house and I was like, what are you doing here? He was like, Lisa says I've got to hang this stupid poster for you. And I was like, I, it, it's not that big of a deal. He was like, no, she was bitched about it all weekend. Like you're not hanging this poster because you're mad at her. or She's done something to offend you. So here I am. Wow. And I have, to, I have to hang this poster for you. And I was like, all right, well, brings his ladder in. Uh, can I just say those are only favors you see people doing on like sitcoms and stuff. That's a total sitcom setup scene because right. no, nobody ever actually would do that. You no, know, they, that's, that's uh-huh. yeah, yes. And at this point, we are literally just friends. Like we had, there has not even been flirting to um, circumvent our um, bad just behavior. Hanging. Just, I mean, just, yeah, just we've hanging just been so hanging far. Out. Just cool, yeah. Yeah. And so he hangs my poster. We have a bourbon. Um, I ask him if he's had dinner. He's like, no, haven't had dinner. It's like, well, let's go grab food. We get down to his Jeep and it won't start. So I'm like, well, we'll take How my convenient. car. Yeah. Let's take my car. And he goes, I think it's the battery. We'll just swing by Walmart, grab a battery after we eat. We'll be fine. We go eat, have margaritas, go to get a battery. 
get back to my just, apartment. This, this, you know, this is early twenties. By now, you had a bourbon. You had a bourbon, and you had margaritas. And I, now you just made my stomach turn. All right, yeah. sorry. Nobody go ahead. does that. No. Yeah. So I don't. I don't drink tequila. I don't drink tequila anymore because of this period in my life and this man. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't No tequila. Um, but we go to put the battery in his Jeep still doesn't start. So he climbs under his truck and he's been our shade tree mechanic and our circle of friends for a while, but we slide under the Jeep. I've got my flashlight out. We're still not using cell phones for that purpose. Right. I had to go find a flashlight. What's a flashlight? And, um, he looks up the um, bottom of his Jeep and he can see the starter and he's looking at it. He whacks it once with the wrench. It just falls apart, like out from under the Jeep in the onto the concrete of my apartment complex. And Shit. that Jeep isn't moving. And uh, this is a sitcom. A, this is totally it, it was a total sitcom. sitcom. And yeah, I we go inside, we're looking online. The auto zone in Jonesboro is open 24 hours. He calls them, they have a starter replacement at this point. It's midnight yeah, on like 24 a hour Wednesday. auto zone, Man, yes, awesome. on, a, on a Wednesday. Yeah. And so we get in my car. I had a, a GMC Jimmy SUV at the time. We get in my car. We go to um, Jonesboro, buys the starter, come back. I help him get the starter on the Jeep. We return the battery to Walmart because it wasn't his battery was fine. Jeep starts. He's good. He can go home and um, he's going to leave. I hug him goodbye and he lays one on me and wasn't prepared for that. But one of the few times in my life that I've been kissed by somebody and it was just instant flood. Yep. <laughs> like, see, yeah. yes, see world. <laughs> like, oh, I just shamu splash the audience. My water just broke. <laughs> <laughs> you think you, your car works? We got to get to the hospital. <laughs> You're simultaneously impregnated and yeah. gave birth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, somehow your sperm just swam up inside of me and got me pregnant yeah. in nine seconds. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And um, nine months is nine seconds. Yeah. I was like, you you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be uh, a problem. He, I gotta swim out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, there's an oxygen. There isn't even a pool leave. on this side of the building. Yeah. <laughs> no. How am I gonna explain this? Yeah. I thought we were landlocked. <laughs> 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 we were landlocked. <laughs> we were landlocked in Nuna, Georgia. Um, but yeah, he left. I hold on. I just spent left the rest of the night. And then, so you told him to leave. Yeah, he was he like, yeah, "All right." I did. I was like, "You, you've got to go." And he was like, "I think we should talk about this." Like, no, no, we don't need to talk about this. You're dating who was my best friend from high school. We're friends in the same friend circle. Who already we thinks you're mad at her. Yeah. We have birthday dinner plans this weekend with all of our friends. Like, no, Good you need you. to Good for you being strong-willed. Because that was an eventful night that could have yeah. ended in some fun. But you, you know what? Good do for you. you. know how long yeah. I lasted? Um, yeah. But yeah. no. So it was just home. a parking lot makeout? How long did the makeout yeah. last? Just a, just a quick one? I, no, I mean it was probably a good five to six minutes of solid, oh, okay. like yeah, kissing, yeah. hands checking, yeah. hurts. Oh, um, God. Uh, oh safe God. on first base. Huh? <laughs> yes, safe on first base. 
Yeah. All right. But it was the first for me and being that um, not somebody I'd been originally attracted to or that I was pursuing, but to yeah. have had that kind of reaction to. Um, Those are always a shock, so right? It is. Yeah. That's always like, like oh, ah, who, I wasn't that, even, I didn't even think from? about you. Like what? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes when you meet people that are so hot and you think that that's who, and then you, you get a yeah. chance to make, and you're like, Ugh. Ew. You're like, I had oh, that just happen I'm ch- recently. I'm chafing. Oh, it's so yeah. I you're like, why is so weird? God, my single period between my ex and my husband, like there were so many of those where I was like, oh, this is going to mm-hmm. be great. And then it great. was just like, and then it never made it past a kiss. No. Cause I was like, Ugh. yeah, what the yep. fuck? So yeah, weird. Anyway, I'm just remembering like that whole time period. It was so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. So anyway, I sent him home. Um, I went back upstairs to my apartment and I fretted. Like I barely slept all night. I was like, oh crap, what does this mean? Lisa's gonna Lisa's gonna flip out. What the hell? And um they had this history of breaking up and getting back together. Breaking up and One getting back together. They would get in these fights and um, but she always whatever it was, whatever infraction, it was always a let him get away with it. And um she had this penchant for just being super needy and it just, that's not anything about who I am. Like, no, mm-hmm. fuck you. Uh, you if, if you're in my life, it's because I want you to be there. I don't, I don't need anybody um, yeah. to be my knight in shining armor or any of that bullshit. So, um, but it was so strange. And we later that weekend, we were going out for mine and another friend's birthday dinner. Um, we were meeting at Lisa's house after work. Um, and then all of us were meeting and going from there up to Pasa de Pulcinella in Atlanta. And Pasa de Pulcinella. It's so good. Pasa de Pulcinella. So Pasa de Pulcinella. No, it's good. <laughs> I love Pasa de Pulcinella. The, the potato limoncello. I get to her house and she is uber stressed out. She's late. She's running late. She didn't have a chance to go pick up our birthday card. She's in a bad mood. She sent Jeremy to get our birthday cards. Um for this me and dude, man, he'll do yeah, anything for I know. Is he and, is he also is it just you two, you and Lisa in the apartment together? Yes. So it's Ooh, just okay. the two of us at her house. And um she's like, and I don't know what's up with him. He hasn't been, you know, around much this week. And usually he's here for dinner every night and hanging out with the dogs and um you know, and I don't know what's up with you either. You've been MIA lately. And I was like, I've been busy. I've been working. I've had stuff going on. And um, she was in a foul mood and she just went into her bathroom. She wasn't ready yet. She's like, I've got to finish getting ready. And she just slammed the door. So I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting in the living room and I hear Jeremy get there. He's on his motorcycle. Of course she drives a fucking motorcycle. Yeah. A motorcycle and an old Jeep Wagoneer. Like one of those old mm. ladies uh, with the bench mm. I want mm. those so bad. Me I want too. one so, so expensive bad. now. I know. And everybody wants one. Yes. Whenever I see or talk to him, I'm like, you realize that you made a horrible mistake by selling that Jeep. And he's like, yeah. I know. I know. Um, so I get outside and I take one look at him and I'm like, so... I've decided that our best plan of action is for us to just leave. Like I'll get on the back of your bike. What are we doing tonight? Let's go. Cause I don't even want to deal with any of this bullshit. And he was like, no, I have birthday cards. I was promised good Italian food for dinner and you look fucking hot. And I was like, your girlfriend's in her house, like right behind me. He was like, I don't care. 
it's like, okay. Damn. Um, Soap opera shit now. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I don't, this is not a good idea. And uh, he was like, do you know how much we'll have to listen to her bitch? Do you know the extent of the bitching that will happen? I was like, well, not if we don't stay. Uh, <laughs> he was like, that's, that's why this man so is so, before I could, this yeah. is why he's so willing to run errands because he understands what he's going to have to deal with if he does not yes. do what he's and supposed so to do. I'm, I'm this close. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to convince him. We just don't need to do this. And our other friends and the couple whose other, the girlfriend, it was her birthday that weekend. We were, we're within like three days of each other. She, they get there and they're like, Hey, let's, we're all excited to go to dinner. And Lisa's put on her happy face. And she's, she has this really um, weird way. She can just like flip the switch and she's all grins and she's all happy. And there's no, yeah. nothing negative at all. She's just like, let's go. She's super bubbly. And um, Jeremy it's and I very southern, each other. It's a very Southern trait to have. Uh, apparently. Yeah. She was from California, though. But anyway, oh, besides the point. Huh. Yes. Uh, I trained her well. <laughs> <laughs> but we all pile in uh, my SUV, go to dinner. Some friends meet us. Um, have a good time for the most part. I've had a lot to drink and I'm trying to um, make sure that I'm adequately sharing my time with everybody at the table, like talking to everybody, not letting him dominate conversation with me because we had a penchant to be the, like the jokesters of our friend group sure. and really yeah. um, end up being kind of the life of the party. And so like I purposefully avoided interacting with him at dinner to the point that Katie was like, did he piss you off? Like, what the heck is happening tonight? And I was like, I, he's just, I'm in a mood. Um, we open our birthday cards and um, he, the card that he found for me was just specifically like, it was made for me. I'm a moon girl. My Obvious. mom used to take me outside to go look at the moon when I was young. And um, the man in the moon is one of my things. And it was the man in the moon, like the die cut, moon card with happy birthday wishes and um I opened it and Lisa was like oh you did a great job babe and he was like yeah I've been I've been friends with her for a few years now I'm, I'm I can pick out a birthday card yeah <laughs> and uh so that made it kind of more awkward because it I was like ah oh, damn it and we left dinner go back to Lisa's she's like you've had too much to drink just crash in the guest room no. I'm going <sighs> We're going to bed. And Jeremy's like, I'm going home. And she's like, what? And he was like, yeah, no, I've got, I've got to be up super early in the morning. I've got errands to run with my brother. We've got stuff to do for mom. I'm going to go ahead and go home from here. And she's he like, knows he okay. shouldn't be sleeping in that house. Yeah. Because so which room gets, does he sleep in? Well, he would sleep with her. Right. His <laughs> That's a hard decision. It's a hard decision. Well, She's going to get mad if he doesn't. Mm -hmm. She um, proceeds to get in the shower to get herself ready for bed. And she's got like the master bedroom. So her shower yeah. is, you know, in her bedroom and I'm at the front of the house in the guest room. And I, he's maybe been gone 10 minutes. And I get a text message and he's like, did she go to bed? And I was like, Yes. And before I can get yes sent, no, on the window. To window, my no. Yes. 
Yes. No. This is too close to home. This is too close too, to home. Too close to home. But guess what? You, you, redheads, you opened the window. Redheads like adrenaline. Oh, and, my God. Uh, we had both had a bit to drink. Corey. Uh, yes, I opened the window. He already had the screen off. Corey. He comes through the window. I love this porn. I love this. <laughs> this is porn a great setup. porn. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I still here. Like, because the bathroom to her master bath bumps up against the closet of the guest room. You can still hear the water running. Oh he comes God. in, close the window, and proceed to have amazing sex. And now, uh, she's in the next room. Oh my God. You share a wall. It's her, it's her home. It's her home. She's, she told you to sleep over because you've been drinking. You're a best friend. There's a room. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. You're a terrible person. Okay. I was. I, this is <laughs> so, this is so hot. This is so hot. It's so bad. I, it's so hot. I, it's so bad. So hot. I was a terrible person. Catherine, I think Catherine just saved. had a splooch. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm, Catherine, I am, Catherine, I'm struggling you go? to stay above water right now. Get up. I think you slid off your seat. <laughs> Hold on. But so we, <laughs> we should, back. well, what's really hard uh, was being quiet. Yeah. Oh! Wow. Being, being quiet. I'm so glad it's I bought really, the back of this Cosmo magazine. It's really <laughs> I love this erotic novel. So really hard. And uh he he was like, I'm just gonna stay. And I was like, Where is your no. like where's your motorcycle? What you guys I took the motorcycle home. My Jeep's parked around the corner um in that empty rental house driveway that's that's on the other side of the of this house. And I was like, He's oh a my fucking God. idiot. First of all, he's an idiot. <sighs> he idiot. is an idiot. Well, y'all are both idiots. 20, Twenty-one idiots. years later, he's still an idiot. Um, and I had to, I was like, no, you have to leave, like get out of this house and go. And, um, so he did. And he was like, what time are you going to be home tomorrow in the morning? Like, when are you leaving to go home from Lisa's? And I was like, we're supposed to go meet Katie for brunch and I'll probably be home like mid afternoon. So he leaves, goes and does, goes home, I guess, goes to bed, does the errands he's got to do with his brother and his mom the next morning. I get up for with Lisa and she's in that. She doesn't feel good. She's hung over. She's like, I don't think I'm going to go to brunch today. You know, if you and Katie just want to cancel, we can do it again some other time. And, uh, I left from her house. I ended up meeting Katie for brunch and, um, hanging out, get to my apartment and he's sitting in the hallway up against my apartment door. like. So now what the fuck are we supposed this to do? It's a full blown rom-com. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my God. And so, I, am, I am so revved up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think Heather needs to leave the podcast for a second. <laughs> do you need a two to seven minute break? Hey, I, quick? 26 seconds and I'm good. <laughs> Catherine, okay. this podcast is about how cheating is bad. Right, right, right. right. Bad. Right. Yeah, right. Bad. Woo. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. Woo. Yes. In the hallway. Shirtless. All right. Did you say naked? 
He's doing dick push-ups. What is he's in his hallway. Wait, he's in his hallway with his dick stand out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I just take one look at him, and I'm like, "What? What are we? What are we doing?" And he was like, "I don't know what we're doing, but I'm not leaving." And uh, so he comes inside. We need to have really great sex because we can both be really loud. And we just stayed in bed the rest of that day and night until that Sunday. Um, and I guess around noon on Sunday, he was like, are you hungry? Because I'm fucking hungry. I was like, we haven't eaten in almost 24 hours. Yes, I'm hungry. <clears throat> so and that was how that started. Okay, yes. So they're still dating. So she had no clue. Lisa continued to nope. date for an entire year. Um, I... My friends knew I was seeing somebody, mm. but that I was just, it was low key. I was keeping it quiet. We were just getting to know each other and seeing how things go. And she didn't push. She didn't really care all that much or inquire. Um, and I kept asking him like, what, what's the next step? Like you need to figure this out. And they would have a fight. He would think they were broken up. He would tell her, look, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. And his mom had like standing Sunday dinner, like all of his friends, like we all knew you can go to Linda's on Sunday and eat. Mm -hmm. She showed up every week, regardless of the status of their relationship or how bad the fight had been the week before. She showed up every week and hung out with mom and this little sister and the brother and was at Sunday dinner. Hmm. and Were i was you like too no so it was always y'all oh okay. no i didn't I, I didn't go i um, was like i'm not i'm not doing this like this is this is ridiculous you've got to figure something out and if she's going to keep showing up and hanging out with your family then that's not how this needs to work and we wouldn't talk for a few weeks and then we would end up right back in the same pattern and i would tell him like look i we, this can't happen anymore i need we need to just take a break like this is until you get this figured out and um, that we started in March of that year. Um, and then in June, my work had like their, we had an annual like fancy dinner, get all dressed up for the awards, come to the hotel, open bar, all of that stuff. And um, he came with me to that, like we're in pictures. Um, he met a bunch of people that I work with. Um, they were on a break. And uh she was like, I, and did she know he was like coming with you to these things? Nope. No, this is how, okay. So kids out there listening, this is how pre social media worked. There was social media at the time, but it was not, it was, there were like 20 people on it. Yeah. It was, you could get away with anything mm -hmm. unless someone saw you somewhere. And then it was just their word versus yours. Yes. Mm -hmm. And for the most part with our friend social circle, we just went to a lot of the same things. We went to the sure. same concerts. Um, we went to the same birthday dinners, parties at friends' houses. Um, so we saw each other socially a lot in, in that regard. It took some time before she was even suspicious. And so by November of that year, I moved from Noonan up to Jonesboro into a cheaper apartment 
closer to him and our circle of friends because I was the only outlier that was out in Noonan. Good, good. And so I was like, let's let you know if we're all within the same geographical area, something's gonna have to give and push this. And I'd already kind of and I assume probably subconsciously in a way to alleviate some of my guilt, I had already stopped being that person for her as far as like the confidant about their relationship and stuff. And it, cause I, we'd already established that I was also his friend. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. she stopped coming to me with issues about their relationship because she knew because he and I saw things more in the same way and saw things more eye to eye, I would be like, I think you're being a little, um, Cause she wouldn't get mad at him about thinking he was cheating on her. She would get mad at him about things like um, making plans with other friends and not checking with her first. I'm like, yeah. he's, he's a grown person. Like if he wants to go hang out with Addison and whoever else and do something on a Friday night, he shouldn't have to check with you. You're not his mother. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, and that had got, man, to- that's just so unhealthy. That is so fucking toxic to be like yeah. the friend that she's coming to and you're sleeping with him. Oh, Corey, that's so oh, wrong. I know. I know. So I felt wrong. I, uh, in retrospect and cause we had some space, um, after the fact, um, I actually even spent time in a apologetic, like I, you know, I can't believe that the, I let that happen. And that, that we perpetuated this for as long as we did. Well, um, I think it's nice because, cause she's coming to you and you have a, a real understanding of him. And I think that that <laughs> really helps, you know, it's not just like from the distance. You're like, I know, I really know him. So like, I can really help. <sighs> I know exactly what he was thinking. He was screaming it during bed last night. <laughs> and I think that that's nice. <laughs> not everybody nice. gets that opportunity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You don't always, you know, get that kind of insider right. perspective. Right. Because, you know, right. he's been insider. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 That's nice. A behind the scenes. Yes. yes. So, so behind the sheets. Behind so I had, I had stopped being that person. Like I had put that boundary in place. Like I um, <laughs> could not take any more of that. I at least put it there in our friendship, but I was not putting up a boundary with him. Um, I would attempt to, but then we just couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then he'd, and then he'd really beat down that boundary. Just really, just, just really get at it. Thrust at it. Get behind and that I, boundary right. and just. <laughs> I had a friend I lived with, not lived with, but he lived near me in Noonan that we worked together um, in our part-time jobs. And he traveled to Mexico brought back one of those like 140 proof bottles of Cabo Wabo tequila. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had gotten made plans to all hang out. Jeremy was coming down with Katie and Jason. We were going to tell them that we were a couple. He and Lisa had been broken up for several weeks. Um, we were all going to go out to dinner. They were meeting my friend Brands and some of my friends in Noonan. And um, I was waiting on them to get there. Brands and I had gone to lunch after so Branson was at dinner, came to dinner with you. You guys went yes. out to run an errand. Okay. Yes. And we were just hanging out, waiting for my friends to get down. Jeremy calls me from Jason's house and says, so Lisa's here. And I was like, and? And he was like, yeah, I think we're all coming to hang out with you. In the 40 minutes that it took them to get from Forest Park to Noonan to my apartment, Branson and I had started doing shots 
of the tequila. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Not smart. Not smart. Not smart. Yep. They come in and she's like, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you in this mood? And I was like, I think you should check with him. I think the two of you need to have a conversation. And he's looking at me like a deer in headlights. Like, really? We're not going to have this conversation now. Right. And I was like, I don't have anything to say. You know where I stand. But clearly the two of you need to have a conversation if she's just randomly showing up and knows what our plans are. How did she yeah. even know that you were coming down here today? And Katie's clearly like, y'all are still in a thing. Yeah. Katie's yeah. like, uh, that might, might be my fault. Cause I didn't oh. realize we were all still keeping secrets. Oh. And <laughs> Lisa was like, I still don't know what any of you were talking about. How is she so how? Oh man, this poor girl. I feel so bad for her. How does she, how was she still in the dark about this stuff? I don't know, but I locked myself in my bathroom. I mean, of my loft apartment while they argued. Sure. Mm -hmm. He still never told her like, I, we're, you know, we're friends. I've been coming and hanging out. She asked for me to help her move. Um, Jason and Brant's are cutting up on the couch, like getting to know each other while, Jeremy and Lisa have this argument on the other side of my apartment. Um, I'm in my bathroom, like freaking out. Like, why is this? My adrenaline's pumping. And I just start getting violently ill from, I think I had like nine shots of tequila, way sure, too many sure. shots of from tequila. all the tequila and, and guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yes. 11 too many shots. That's yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Jesus. Lisa and Jason, come in and are trying to help me like clean myself up and um, make me feel better. Can I get you water? And I'm like, no, you should not be here helping clean up anything after me. Like you shouldn't even be nice to me. Like, why are you even still in my apartment? Um, Jeremy says I flat out just confessed to her in front of our friends that he and I had been fucking for however long we'd been fucking and that she didn't deserve friends like me. Um, she deserved better people in her life and that she needed to, to find people who were going to treat her better. Um, Jeremy and I were both just pieces of shit. And, um, I don't remember, like, I don't remember telling her this. I don't remember her reaction. I don't know how anything transpired like the rest of the day, except that Jason cleaned up my bathroom after me. He and Katie made sure I got to my bed um, with water and ibuprofen by my bed and they all left. And I woke up at some point later, like in the middle of the night, woke up from being blackout drunk to Brant's passed out on my couch in my living room area of my loft apartment. And, um, I just had a note on the side of my bed from Katie that said, take these when you wake up, call me tomorrow. We have a lot to talk about. Yikesies, yikesies. I'm not going to lie. I really wanted you to say Brantz was naked with Jason, but that's fine if that part is not really part of the story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, no, yeah he, that's how we're going to rewrite this Right. One. Correct. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Brantz ended up later um, getting naked with my gay cousin later in life. See, see I didn't know. I know. Thinks, 
yeah. things like mm-hmm. that things like that do happen it was yeah. it's been Dude. an odd yeah predicament. I, I don't even know brands but i just i know had that feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah okay we, so Peyton, uh, did you know that was the last like, big to da is- in my apartment in noonan so here's what here's what i want to know because I, I feel like this is a lot of the beginning of the story and i know that this is like 20 years in the making where can we fast forward to and like so I'm assuming this just continued on throughout whatever your relationships were, whatever his relationships were. And most importantly, I need to find out, did y'all ever try to be in a relationship and why weren't y'all just in a relationship? Why did y'all just continue down? Cause I know you re you re- married two more times. Like why not mm-hmm. him? What the hell? What? Yeah. She's been married three times. Well, so fast forward, I moved to Jonesboro so that we are all closer and closer proximity. Um, I've had this revelation in a drunk blackout stupor and she and I just aren't speaking anymore. We've just pretty much aren't speaking. Um, I continue about living my life, working my job, hanging out with him and then Katie and Jason and some of our other friends. And um, she shows up at my apartment in Jonesboro And actually she didn't just show up. She had been parked around the other side of my building, but where she could see me coming in through my gate of my apartments. And he and I were coming back from dinner and she confronted us coming back from dinner and made it clear to in front of me that they had been back together for some time. Oh, Uh, Oh, so he's playing both of y'all. Yes. Yeah. Shocker. Mm. Shocker. Right. Like nobody it. should nobody should be surprised. No one should be I, surprised. I, I wasn't really surprised. I was just like, oh, you know what? You guys can have this argument. I don't know what possessed me. I lived there. I was paying the bills, but I left. Like mm-hmm. they're full on arguing and yelling at each other. And he's basically telling her, he was like, No, you just keep showing up. You're even at my house when I'm not there. When I'm not there, I'm here. Damn. Dang, dude. And they're arguing and yelling. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. I got in my car. I left. Um, I texted two of my other friends. I was like, where are you guys? And they were like, oh, we're at Steak and Shake. I was like, I am on my way. And I went and sat at Steak and Shake with them until I texted Jeremy. I was like, when you guys are done with your argument and you have left my house, please let me know when I can go home. Yeah. So... Um, that happened a few more times. Like I, I would, he would be like, look, it's, it's finally done. I think she gets it now. We'd go out and we'd run into her somewhere. I think we even ran from her. Wow. Like she, she, she saw us in traffic and made a U-turn and followed us. Guys, let's just all move and on. This was, yes, no, there was none of that. To this day, there's none of that. There's a, what? there's a grasp of, yes, um, because, and this is when we were in college, he had testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. We didn't think he could make babies. A doctor said, if you want to make babies, it's probably going to take intervention and work when the time comes. Um, we don't get our shit together. I purposefully dressed up in my hottest outfit for a birthday party in 2003 
um, that I knew that he was going to be at. I had told him that if he wanted to be my date at that party, if he and Lisa were done, he could be my date. We would go to that party. He was like, well, we'll see. I went to that party. That's where I met my second husband, who is the father of my son. Okay. We started dating. Not Jeremy. However, the last time I had been with Jeremy in a sexual way was like two weeks before that party. So I meet and I knew of Cliff, but we had not really had introductions made to each other, but we did at this party and we started dating and we had our first time within two weeks of that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So So I moved on, I moved on quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a incident of a broken condom. You and Cliff. And within, yes, within a month of that having happened, I'm pregnant. But because there had only been a couple of weeks time between the two, I spent the first, I don't know, three months of my pregnancy, like, how pregnant am I? Mm-hmm. And until hey. you go to the until you go to the doctor and they measure. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And they you don't know. And I, of course, I didn't yeah. say anything about this to Cliff. Um, and uh, I did tell Jeremy just just to make him squirm. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you don't know whose baby it is. And I was like, no, it could be yours. Yeah. It could be Cliff's. But I'm in this relationship now, so it you need to Brances leave me alone. It could be Brant's or Jason's or Lisa's or Katie's. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. At this point, it's a wild time in Jonesboro. They should have been fucking Corey's gone wild in Jonesboro. Yes, it was. Yes. 2003. So I went, I did finally get my scheduled exam where they did, and, and I had to like fight to get an insurance approved ultrasound. Um, because of that early in the pregnancy, it's not considered medically necessary if everything is normal to have an ultrasound that your insurance will cover. Yeah. So, um, but at any rate, I did finally get one and knew exactly how pregnant I was. And, um, it it's, he's, he's a clone of cliff and cliff and I were happy. We had him, we got married. Um, I was determined not to be the pregnant walking down the aisle bride. So I waited till after I had him and then, I don't know why I had an amazing pregnancy. None of my girlfriends had good pregnancies, um, but I loved everything about being pregnant. It was a wonderful experience for me. And um, we got married the June in 2004 after Alex was born in January and I'm at my wedding. We did it in a park, low key. A lot of our friends were there and I'm walking down the aisle with my stepdad and who's standing at the end of the oh. fucking aisle before I turn to go to the gazebo? No. Lisa and Jeremy. Nice. Damn with Jeremy. You. Of course. Oh. Of course. So she's decided to forgive me now that I'm going to be married and have a kid with somebody else. And she wants to be friends again. Sure. Um, sure. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I have the energy for this, but I did help her get a job. Um, we worked together briefly. Um, and Cliff and I. <laughs> 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 I 
Um, but Cliff and I were married for five years. We um, yeah. gave it a real go. Um, but he was, I was to my 24, almost 25 at the time when we met. And I didn't realize this because all of our circle of friends, we were all the same age. He had been in their band for several years, had gone to job corps. He'd already been married and divorced by the time he and I met. But when I met him, he was only 19. What? Damn. Yes. Yes. I found out. Yes. I found out because I wanted to go to the Highlander that year for my birthday. Before I found out I was pregnant, I wanted Highlander for my birthday. And he was like, I can't go. And I was like, what do you mean you can't go? Nobody gets kicked out of the Highlander. That's why you got uh, knocked up so fast because he's 19. Yes. Yes. He's got that. that, We we found that uh, out. Yeah. Anxious sperm. Oh, yes. Did did Jeremy ever pay a visit in the middle of the night while you were with Cliff? No. We we saw each other in mixed company because Cliff was in a band with Jason. They played shows at Masquerade, a couple of other venues in and around Mm -hmm. Atlanta. And so we would see each other out at things, but um, we never picked that back up while I was married. All right, that's good. The year of my, like when Cliff and I started having issues and we're separating... Um, Lisa and I were working together and, um, another friend of ours was getting married we were both in her wedding and the subject had come up in a conversation. Our friend Katie's dad had been diagnosed with cancer and I just out of the blue asked Lisa, has Jeremy been for his checkup? He's supposed to get checked every year after having had testicular cancer when we were in college. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, you you aren't making him keep up with like his urology or his oncology checkups. And she was like, no, that's his job. And I was like, well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be getting laid in my house if he hadn't been going and keeping up with his checkups yeah. said the doctor. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and she was like, well, I don't think it's any of your business. Well, she's not wrong. No, she's not wrong. Um, but because that conversation happened and I showed any type of concern, we immediately, she immediately stopped talking to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cliff and I had a huge meltdown on Mother's Day weekend, 2008. We started therapy. Um, I was really struggling, A, with the overwhelmingness of having a five-year-old and sure. a grown man that I felt like I was still having to raise in some ways. Yeah. Um, and handle all the you things were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We struggled through that. We separated in January 2009. And I was like, yeah, no, I've got to I've got to physically be separated and move out because if I'm I was that at that point, so starved for something, any kind of yeah. connection. Um, I knew that if Jeremy became an accessible option for me, I was going to do something just horrible. Sure, sure, sure. So I did. I moved out. I got a place. Cliff and I agreed on custody of Alex. We agreed on divorce terms. Um, Jeremy was pretty much spending all of his time when he was not working with with me on the weekends that I didn't have Alex. By that point, though, Lisa had gotten a job working as the reception slash dispatcher where Jeremy was working. And they were working together full time. He and I were essentially living together. But wait, are Jeremy and Lisa dating? Um, I wasn't aware that they were dating. Got Jesus, this is just a fucking love triangle that lasted for 20 years. 20 years. Okay, so without, so we're still getting some of the, the delay from the, the thing and we're not going to be able to fix that. And it's getting really frustrating to like 
try to catch Sorry. every detail. Um, but okay. So no, you're fine. It's not you. It's the freaking internet. And we've tried it. We've tried to fix it so um, many times. I just yes. like, yeah. Is there, what are like, okay. So that all goes down. So I'm assuming there's a lot of back a baby. and forth. Oh, they have a baby. Baby. Okay. There we go. All right. So I find out she's pregnant. I'm like, Oh, yep. You go figure that out and handle that. And he's like, I don't even know if it's mine. And I'm like, of course it's yours. It's she's yours. not stupid. Yeah. Um, You're like, but, she's not stupid like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now at this point, I do think she's stupid. Like, why is she still going back to him? First of all, all the time, but whatever. And, okay. um, I was like, I, I've got to take some space from this. Um, yeah. you've got to figure out what you're going to do about that. And, um, in that interim, I met Gwen. Ah, uh, number that three. Was, marriage. That was your next. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. So she and I met and started dating and, um, he and I went through a period of about six years of not speaking, not even oh, no, wow. nothing on social media. Didn't see each yeah. other at, we didn't, we didn't co-mingle at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a grandma seizure in my sleep mm. and, um, was in the emergency room in the hospital for a couple of days. Um, he found out about that and through friends, he reached out and wanted to make sure I was doing okay. And we decided we would try to be friends so we had sure. missed our friendship. Sure. sure. Um, but my neurologist and then subsequent therapist, um, I don't have epilepsy. My seizures are um, pseudosomatic. So they're stress, anxiety, complex mm-hmm. PTSD, childhood PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that I started working with a therapist on um, to figure out and why my relationship patterns were horrible. Um, why I couldn't let go of this one thing that I knew was destructive in my life. Um, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the sploosh master. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, we decided to try to be friends. I continued to have health issues. Gwen was having issues with her job. Gwen was having issues. She shattered her leg on duty, um, mm-hmm. at work. And um, was out of work and on disability. And a lot of things about both of our personalities changed subsequently yeah. because I went on anti-seizure medication oh, and, yeah. and antidepressants. And then she was on pain medicine for her Ooh, injury. A bad combo. Yeah. Very bad. Very bad. Yeah. Combo. That's, oh, that's tough. That's tough to get through for sure. Mm-hmm. So did y'all, so it didn't last. So no, yeah, so, her and Gwen are divorced now. Yeah. Yeah. So prior to getting divorced, um, Jeremy and I did see each other. Um, we would occasionally meet up for drinks or dinner or with both of our good friends, um, at Jason's house, you know, we'd get together, we'd have whiskey, we'd hang out. Um, a few of our friends who saw us together were like, clearly this is what both of you need to be doing to be happy. He's miserable. The only joy he has in his life is raising his kids that he has with Lisa. And they live Two together multiples. now, but they're not married. Um, 
Wow. And we just had an ease about us and our senses of humor are so similar. We have always gotten along so well. Um, but both of our friends were just like, you need to get your shit together and figure this out. Both of you are miserable in your lives separately. Um, and I told him I would be willing to figure that out, but he and Lisa needed to figure their shit out and figure out how to co-parent. And that was something that that was a decision they had to make as a couple separate from me, like that I couldn't be a part of that conversation that they would have to figure that out. And, um, I had another seizure in 2018 and then another seizure in Mm. 2020. Mm. My seizure in 2020, Mm. I was wide awake at my desk at work, having a very stressful day. Um, But I realized that day how, even though physically I may not have crossed the line yet with Jeremy, he and I texted almost every day there was evidence all throughout my cell phone of us being in contact. And I was out for about seven minutes before I remember getting put onto the ambulance, but my best friend who I work with, um, she had my cell phone and all of my things. Um, she gave me my cell phone as I was getting back on to the aim as they were putting me on the ambulance. And I told her, I said, I know that, Gwen is going to come and get you. You guys are coming to the hospital. Um, she was like, don't worry. I already deleted all of your threads from Jeremy on your phone. I hid all of your pictures. Um, she's not going to find that while you're out. Damn. So, but I realized in that moment that that was, that had already damaged my marriage. And my you'd life. already gone too far. Yeah. 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 Um, And, um, Gwen and I went through some rough conversations and I was really missing the intimacy that I had had in previous relationships. She and I just didn't share anymore. Um, and when we separated and Jeremy found out we were separating, he went home and told Lisa, I'm done. This relationship's over. You've got to get out. We've got to figure out what we're doing. I'm not going to miss the chance I've got right now. Wow. Wow. Without telling me, without consulting me, without saying, Hey, well, I mean, he had about 20 years to think about it. So I think he, Yeah. 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 Um, but when he told me and when I found this out, I was like, uh, mm, hold up. I have to get through a divorce. Um, I'm actively in therapy. I need some space. I want to date. I want to have some time to feel out my life. I am not jumping right into a role with you where a, your kids are going to hate me. Right. Lisa's going to hate me for the rest of time. That's going to be a situation that is going to be so stressful for us and your kids still have eight years of school age like that she's going to actively be a part of daily decisions and a part of their life that is that is a huge undertaking and if you two can't figure out how to separate and co-parent that is not a situation I can be a part of like it is not healthy it is not going to be good for anybody right yeah and he was like are you fucking kidding me right now 
you and you just want to go out and date. You just want to go out and meet random people. And and I'm like, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I ne- I need some space. Like yeah. I am not leaving one marriage to jump right back into some other situation that isn't going to be healthy for me right now. Yeah. A situation only, that has never been healthy, never been healthy. Yeah. And I was like, the only way it's ever going to be healthy is if you and Lisa can come to a way to separate co-parent your children and be healthy apart. And even right. then it's probably right. still going to be stressful, but I am not stepping into that situation until the two of you have figured that out. Yeah. Well, good. Um, Somebody had to be the adult yeah, at one point. he blocked me on all social this. media. Oh God. He has not spoken to me yeah. since August of last year. So y'all have not oh, talked. shit. Wow. Um, I, in, we saw each other for his birthday in May and I asked him how the process was going. Was she moving out? Had she found a place? What was happening? And he was like, oh, I don't, why are you asking? You're dating. You're, you're out living your best life. Like, what, what do you want to know? And I was like, just because I'm out dating doesn't mean I've already discounted everything we've been through. And then I'm not interested in figuring this out. What yeah, I told but he needed was, to clean up. I am stuff. not going. To- yeah. Yes. I was like, you have to clean this all up before I am going to make myself available to you, period. Yeah. And, um, yeah. he, uh, he just got really pissed off about it. And, um, I was like, and you know, and to be honest with you, you know, are we even going to be able to trust each other? I mean, clearly we have spent 20 years lying to the people that we care about who are in our life. And I'm not even sure we would be able to make that work. Yeah. And he was like, well, I've got a vacation to plan. We're all going to the beach before school starts him and her and their kids and both sets of parents. I'm like, then you're not separating your life. Dude. So they're not done. If you're no, yeah. If you're making family vacation plans, which is what you should be doing with your children, then you need to go do that. And I've got to figure out what I'm doing. And he, has anyone ever been like, what if you tried to never talk to him again, ever? What if we did that? What if we, what if we did a lifelong oh. experience and we just, oh, yeah. what if never, we tried that, that right was, now? What yeah. if we decided was, right now? That was what, that was what was tried. Um, yeah. And right now that is the, the direction we're heading in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have started dating somebody. I've been honest with him about that relationship yeah. and about its place in my life. And um I I have no desire to be that dysfunctional anymore. It was a trauma mm-hmm. response in being too calm and too steady in any of my other relationships. I was constantly looking for a way out and having one foot out the door. And it was easy yeah. to do that with Jeremy in my life because he was the distraction. He was the escape. Yeah. Wow. That's that you've, you've had some breakthroughs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So tell us. So yeah, we. Yeah. You, yeah. you haven't spoken. Let's get to our wrap up questions. Yeah. Where? So you said you're dating somebody. Where are you now? I think mm-hmm. you've kind of spilled it a little bit mentally, but where are you at? Do you have any more to say about where you are at? Like mentally with your relationship with Jeremy. And um, I want dating him, in general. I want him to be happy. 
whether it's with Lisa or somebody else, whatever that situation is, I want him to be happy. They have two beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want their kids to be happy. Yeah. Like my ex-husband and I have done so much to repair our relationship to be good parents for our son. We've spent every Christmas morning together for 18 Aww. years. Cute. Um, Beautiful. With his girlfriend and they now have two more kids. Um, I hope that Lisa and Jeremy can be happy together. And if they can't be happy for their kids, because that's what they yeah. deserve. And yeah. my continued interaction with him or being a part of that situation is just going to be more toxic for her. Yeah. And there's no good that's going to come of it. No. Period. And I, no I good. feel, I definitely carry a level of guilt because I, I know from him and from other people that we're friends with, she hasn't invested in any other female friendships. Mm. because yeah. of the way this yeah but she can't i mean her. that was 20 years ago yeah. and that's also you just does she think that every single woman's gonna bone her man and they in are house? they probably will but that's not that's a jeremy problem okay yeah this is a her problem for being with him at this yeah. point yeah. But it's definitely not a every other woman you meet yeah. is gonna do well this to you, and probably. she she had two college degrees she got her real estate license um, but she just kept following him. She ended up getting a CDL license so she could do cross country trucking with him and gave up everything she ever wanted to do. And now she just stays at home and does nothing, but make wow. sure he's where he's supposed to be and what he's doing. I hate that. And that's that not worth kids, it. She needs to focus no. on herself. She yeah. needs to get away from him. Yeah. You need to get away from him. Everybody needs to get away from him. Jeremy needs to get away from himself. He needs to do some therapy. He needs to do some work on himself. Um, Yeah. I'd like to hear his side of this. So if he's ready to call, we're ready to yeah. call. He can call in. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So I what won't pass you... along that information, but I'll be <laughs> no. sure that one of no. our friends does. Fantastic. Tell Brant. Somebody will tag wanna... him in one of our memes. Yeah. And we want to talk to Brant's too. I mean, I'd love to hear about the right. naked cousin thing. There's so yeah. many questions. Um, okay. So one more quick, I mean, now, you know, I feel like you've already covered this completely, so you don't really have to answer it, but like, what would you have done differently? Would you have done it the way it's been done or would you have stopped it sooner or would you have never gone to Walmart to get that battery to begin with? To no, restart this relationship. I don't regret the beginning and falling in love with him because before yeah. I realized it, I had fallen more in love with him than I had been previously. Um, so you needed to fill that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think when I moved to Jonesboro and we were still kind of hiding things, I think I just would not have hidden anything from anybody. Yeah. I would have been much more upfront with everybody around us and been like, no, this is what I'm expecting. I would have been that way with him. I was so self-conscious about appearing needy yeah. um, or being the weaker of the two females in his life. I wasn't emotionally vulnerable with him. Um, I think had I been earlier, it would have been easier for him to make a decision and yeah. to, to let go of that relationship with her because she fed a part of his ego with that neediness. Not that I was going to ever be that girl. Um, but I think had I been more honest and vulnerable with him about how I was feeling and what my expectations were, um, we would have had a different outcome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, that that's not what happened. And then I met Cliff and had Alex and um, I don't regret that either. So yeah. good your baby. 
Yeah. Watch your baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, very quick, like the, the, the most simple advice that you could give somebody in this situation or that, or that's faced with this kind of situation. Put it on a pillow. Yeah. Just be authentic. Don't hide. If, yeah. if, if you're, if it's something that you have to hide from anybody, it is not worth not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not worth the guilt. It's not worth the shame. Um, you deserve better than that. Yeah. Everyone, like you, does. Everyone, everyone does. Everyone, everyone deserves better than that. If it requires you to keep a secret, yeah. it is not, it is not okay. And yeah. um, I know things can start that way, but you have the power to make that different. And don't be yeah. afraid to ask for what you want or what you need from somebody. Um, yeah. That was a big part of my problem was I didn't want to ask for what I wanted or needed from him. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to be that girl that was like, no, you have to do this. He already had that. He already had somebody trying to dictate his whole life to him. I didn't want to be that girl. But at the end of the day, that's if you if that's what you want, you have to speak it because people, they can't read our, they're not mind readers. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he has, he has since said that because I kept putting on this air that I didn't need anybody Mm -hmm. like that. That's not, he, he got the impression that's not what I wanted or needed from him. Yeah. And that was part of what I had to learn to heal and how I needed to learn how to be more vulnerable in my relationships. Um, so that that person knew that they were valued and that they were needed in a way that was different than other people. Mm. I like that. Uh, so, okay. That stay, stay authentic. Stay authentic. You have to hide. It's not going to be healthy. Yeah. Um, Catherine, do you want to bring it home with the dumbest question in the world? Team hotter, team notter. And why? And why? If you get cheated on. <clears throat> uh, team notter. Team Nodder Hotter. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Perfect. That's, mm-hmm. That's us. Okay. Good, good team to be on. Um, where, okay, Corey, this is going to be like an eight hour episode uh, <laughs> when we put it out. Uh, beautiful though. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, more details than any other story I've ever, like, I mean, this is wild. This is You've made up wild. for every dude we've interviewed who. That goes, oh, well, and then that's when I cheated. And then we're yeah. like. No, yes. that's not how that happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there there yeah. is still- uh, right there, there are whether you're making them consciously or not mm-hmm. um yeah. we all get ourselves in the situations we find ourselves in you didn't just stumble mm-hmm. in it you didn't just Correct. fall into that pot yeah it, it yeah. definitely and this was a complicated very very complicated yes. story um yeah it's a lot that's a long 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 time um so where where can people follow you online how should they support you if you want them to follow you if not yeah. is there like a the thing that you know like something you believe in that you want people to follow or whatever i am on instagram at well hello cowboy okay um you can search also by Corey widener Um, okay and um i enjoy whiskey and okay not being told what to do okay so um and sometimes i'm funny yeah, Sometimes. I think yeah, you are very funny. She's into comedy now, y'all. She's starting to do stand-up comedy. She took my class. Uh, mm-hmm. Get out there, support this lady. She's got clearly a lot to work out on stage. And uh, <laughs> I do. I have a whole. I have a whole really set do. about him. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, y'all go out and hear this. How this whole uh, trauma bonded um, twenty Seriously. year fuck up or 
fuckery of a relationship turned into stand-up comedy. So go out, support her, follow her at Well Hello Cowboy. Corey, thank you so much for being so raw and vulnerable and telling us this whole story. I feel like it's going to entertain. It is going to teach. um, And it's going to be a a, a pre and post lesson for people who might find themselves in a similar situation. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. And um, I hope for the both of you, um, that you never talk to each other ever again. Yeah, me too. Me too. Honestly, <laughs> well, you know, a lot of our a lot of our friends feel the same way. All right, yeah, wonderful. I think that's probably like the, the best idea. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah. End it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with that, yeah. with that, and with that, uh, end that relationship. We're gonna end this podcast episode. We love all of you for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Corey, will you join us in a in a annoying goodbye? Sure. Okay, fantastic. Y'all, we love you. Uh, Buy our merch. Leave us reviews. Go follow our guests. Follow us if you haven't already. That's silly if you haven't. And uh, we love you, toodles. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford, at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.